Hey there, this is Amy, and you're listening to Screaming Into the Void. Hey everyone, this episode is an unedited talk between myself, my daughter, and my friend Melanie as we talk about our mental illness, the medications we're taking, some random stuff there in between, and what we're doing now to make ourselves feel better physically and mentally. So thanks for stopping by, and here we go. Okay, so we're just going to talk about new drugs and drugs and old drugs and craziness and anxiety in general. Anxiety in general. Yep. Okay, go. So, you started a new one. A new one. I was on uh, two. Mm-hmm. So I was on uh, tw- like a one 20 milligram of Ciprolex and then I was on four. Four, so like two pills, four milligrams of Abilify. And that was okay, but I eventually started to just be like, I wake up every day and it's just get out of bed, go in the bathroom, go get back in bed, and don't get out of bed until you have to like go to the bathroom or eat. Mm-hmm. Because my body was just like, I need to lay down, and I need to never get up because I'm too tired. And then I was like, oh, that's not really good for every day things. How long were you on that combo? That combo. Like two years? Oh, okay. So it was working for a while. It did for a while. The Ciprolex on its own worked really good for a while. I would say probably like almost a year. A year, yeah. And then it kind of, it wasn't like super like drop down and it didn't work anymore. It was just kind of like, there's this little bit of fading out and I needed something to boost so Judy put me on that and that was good for probably like another year and then um I just got really sad again mm-hmm. like all of all of the depression symptoms came back mm-hmm. and then slowly my anxiety started to come back and I was like you're, you're really nervous in public again <laughs> and even like grandma was like are you like you like are you all right and I'd be like We'd go out and I'd be like, I just want to get home. I have to get home. We have to do this and then go home. Mm-hmm. And I knew that wasn't okay because I usually, like, I can go out and I can tolerate it for a while. Eventually, I just get tired and I want to go home. Mm-hmm. But this time, it was like, I need to get home. There are too many There's people here. There's a difference here. between, like, um, kind of, like, losing interest in being out, but then the need, the the need, need to, go. to actually, yeah. like, I have to get out now or else I'm going to, like, lose my mind. Right. So I felt, I always felt like... I just felt like this. Like, people were this close, but when they really they were, like, far, far away. Mm-hmm. Or people were looking at me, or people were noticing how anxious I was. Yeah. Even though some people have no idea what anxiety looks like. Mm-hmm. They were just, I felt like people were going, oh, she looks nervous. She looks like she's uncomfortable. I knew you weren't well because you weren't cleaning the kitchen. Oh. I still haven't cleaned the kitchen in a while. But, yeah, I used to, I used, every day I used to clean something. Mm-hmm. Whether it was down here, or I'd clean the bathroom, or I'd do laundry, or I would clean my room. Yeah. Now I just kind of clean my room. Like, I don't leave my room. Well, so mm-hmm. how long have you been on the new one? Um, and is, is it Fatsima? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I was on that. It did, I found physically it didn't work for me. Yeah. But. i uh been on it for about three weeks, two weeks. Oh. Have you gone up to your... 40, yeah. Okay. So it's been about almost two weeks. 
I'm thinking it's almost three now, Val. No, because I just, on Friday. Oh, Friday you just went up. I just went up. Okay. Yeah. Um, and aside from, like, you said you were feeling tired, do you feel anything else? Side effect wise? Oh, my heart rate was, like, I was sitting there, and, and you know, like, when you run mm-hmm. really hard, and then you sit down, and you almost, like, feel like your blood pumping through your body? Yeah. I could feel that, but I, like, wasn't doing anything. Yes. And I was like, why is my heart rate really high? So I took my pulse, and it was, what, 114? And I text mom, and I was like, um, I don't know if this is okay. <laughs> She was like, well, it's a little bit above average. Yeah. She was like, but you know, if it really bothers you, like, go see the doctor. Go see the doctor. And I was like, I just want to wait a couple more days and see if it dies down. Because maybe it's just like the initial dosing. Right. And it, it has. Like, yeah. I have, I'm not sitting around and sometimes I'll get like a little bit of it. But like, it was almost like all day. Mm. And especially when I would get anxious, then I could really feel my heart go like, and... I was like, I don't know about that. Well, that's good because I, I found when I was on that one, yeah, my head was really loopy. I couldn't actually like that's why I, I couldn't continue because my head, if I was like, I remember specifically like trying to go out shopping and like, yeah. like looking at stuff and feeling almost I like mean, it was I, yeah, like I was outside of my body or something. Yeah. Like it felt really weird. So I ended up going to my doctor and saying like, mm, I don't think this is the right one for me. So I. Ended up going back to Effexor, and then it seems yeah. to be yeah. better. But that's also with a combination of therapy. Are those cats on that bag over there? Yes. yes. Okay. Real <laughs> 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 cats. Yeah, <laughs> I saw cats, and I had to say it. Um, yeah. So, um, do you guys? Do you guys don't see. You have your doctor, your family doctor. But yes. Do you guys also see like a therapist type person? No. 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 Have you ever have you ever seen a therapist before? No. Judy was my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and I are kind of like we're not, you know, like legally allowed to be therapists to each other. But that you're you're the person because we're we have pretty much the same thing. Like you have MDD and I have MDD. Yes. Which what is I didn't, that? Major, major depressive, depressive disorder. disorder. Okay. Which I didn't know I had until she put me on this medication, and then I looked it up to look up the side effects. And I was mm-hmm. like. I forgot that in the package, they give you a little thing that shows you the side effects, but I was like, I just gotta look it up on the internet, and it was the same thing. Because I'm obsessive about side effects, which is part of my anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what was I saying before that? I think we were talking about therapists. Yes. Oh. You guys um, just kind of help each other. Because I think because we're so similar, I, mm-hmm. I can say, you know... I get really angry at the smallest things. And that was another thing coming yeah. with this needing to go on something else. Because I was angry. Right. Like, my best friend would say something to me. And I'd be like, mm, this fist is coming up. It's about to hit you. Yeah. And it, But it was becoming like this extreme anger where it would be so intense that I was like, why am I angry? Mm-hmm. Like, why? this isn't something that you need to be this angry about. Yeah. Like, it's always an option. If I ever feel I desperately need to talk to somebody that's not related to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, the when I first went down the rabbit hole. <clears throat> when I went, well, the, like, the first. The first time when I was put off work. Mm-hmm. 
I saw Judy about every week. She was just giving my giving me my prescription every week because I wasn't on a drug plan then. Right. Because I was working for the gym. Yeah. <clears throat> and she saw me every week, so she would spend a half an hour with me. That's an amazing doctor. Yeah. Wow. She's pretty great. Yeah. There's not too many that will do that. No. Um, I think because because you, do you have anxiety or is it mostly just the. I have more depression, more depression than, than the anxiety. anxiety. Yeah, right. she's my, she's the mirror of me. Right. Like, yeah. there's anxiety there, but it's not like Valerie's anxiety. Because I, I do feel, because I see, she's not a psychologist or psychiatrist. Yeah. She's actually a, a medical doctor, mm-hmm. but she practices in cognitive behavioral therapy. Yeah. And I feel like she's actually done a lot for me, and I see her, like, every three weeks I think and um I think that would be more like what you would probably need because it is more like it's the it's the anxiety side like it's the coping coping strategies and stuff like that for when you're out in public and you're feeling anxious and how you can kind of cope with that and learn to deal with it so she she recommended a book that I've been reading and it's called the feeling good handbook okay and it's actually proven like there are actually studies and it's proven to reduce depression and anxiety oh and it's it's a lot of like so you know it's a psychologist or psychiatrist i don't really know the difference or whatever but they wrote it and throughout the book there's actually um exercises and you know things that you can do and i have been working through it and so she recommended that as part of my anxiety thing so Recently, what I found is part of my um, therapy homework. I'm supposed to read Mm -hmm. from the book an hour a week at least. And the last couple appointments that I had with her, she asked me how the book was going. And and I have learned some kind of basic anxiety stuff um, from the book and how to cope with certain things. And it's fantastic for social anxiety and more of like... I don't don't feel like I have social anxiety. Um, It also talks a lot about sort of the depressive side, depressive side of anxiety where mm-hmm. you don't feel good about yourself and you don't feel worthy and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it does talk a lot about that kind of stuff, which has been amazing. My issue is I, I have health anxiety. Yeah. So she was asking me like, do you have, are you finding the book helpful? And I said, I do find it helpful, but it's not focusing enough on mm-hmm. the health anxiety. So anyway, I just went out, I just got a book in the mail the other day. And it's called Overcoming Health Anxiety. So it's another one that I'm just going to start okay. reading. I haven't started reading it yet. But yeah. I'm really kind of anxious to... Anxious? <laughs> <laughs> the operative word. Um, I'm anxious to get started because I think, like, I'm, I'm I'm excited to kind of read something that's a lot more tailored to, like, Yes, to your specific... Because yeah. I worry, you know... And it's, it's interesting because I was thinking about it, too. Like, I read just the back cover and it, it talks about, you know, identify the difference between someone who suffers with health anxiety and a hypochondriac because yes. my entire life I was labeled as a hypochondriac. And yeah. there's such a negative, well, there's always been a negative tone with yeah. any mental illness, but that specific used to drive me crazy mm-hmm. because I was like, I'm not a hypochondriac, but no. I, there was no other way to explain it yeah. Yeah. until now. And now it's like, no, you have health anxiety. You focus on like, you know, and my therapist says where somebody else it might take them until the sensation is a five or six or seven. Yeah. You're feeling it at like a one or two and I'm hypersensitive. I'm like, Oh, there's a tingle in my right toe. Yeah. I'm like, what's that mean? I got to Google it. I yeah. got obsess about it, which is, you know, yeah. it's own thing. <laughs> but anyway, so we'll see. Cause I'm, 
I'm anxious about the new book and see like if that yeah 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 so it'll be interesting but I have I have found that she's been very helpful and um she's covered through MSI so you don't pay oh, okay and uh you're covered for up to uh I think it's 20 hours per per year so mm-hmm. that's 20 appointments yeah yeah so anyway that's what's been kind of helping for me but yeah um what is your I, I wanted to tell you a story about yesterday but I don't want to like say yeah. any names or do you have a, what's your listening base <laughs> how many listeners do you have probably 20 20 okay um because I had a situation yesterday that really really bothered me and it was probably the first time in a long time that I found I interacted with somebody who doesn't understand anxiety okay and it really bothered me because mm-hmm. okay so without maybe giving too much detail then I'll just yeah. say that I I had a meeting with somebody and I expressed some concerns that I have and it was, you know, it's been something that's been on my mind for a while. And I felt like, you know what, I, need, I really need to have a conversation, a, like a, you know, yeah. a frank conversation. I felt like maybe this person and I had kind of randomly talked about kind of these issues, but never really, I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. So I started mentioning my concerns and her reaction was, you're what did she say it was like I'm not sure I understand <laughs> that's my watch <laughs> sorry I must have bent my wrist um, she said so I, I expressed my concerns and she said you've been you've been stressing out about this for over a year and then she said I don't know what why you're stressing out so much about this and you don't even know what the outcome is going to be mm-hmm. and I I almost I was like so close yeah I was like, I can feel the tears come into my eyes. Yep. I was like, that is the definition of anxiety. And yes. I'm like, you clearly don't know what that's like. Yeah. Great. Good for you. Yeah. Great for you. Great for you. Yeah. Like, but I, that was the first time in a long time that I had to have a conversation with somebody and really had to like rein it in. Cause I was like, you, you're really judging me right now. Yes. About the fact that. There's a situation in my life that I'm feeling uncomfortable about. I'm not sure where things are going in the future, and I'm worried about it. And you know what? Yes, I've been worried about it for about a year, yep. and I'm going to continue to worry about it. Yes. For probably another year. Because <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. Until mm-hmm. things, you know... Work themselves out. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to continue to worry about it. So, but man, and I, you know, the rest of the meeting kind of went fine, and it worked out. But when I got out of that meeting, I literally, I did. I broke down. Yeah. And I was like, I felt like... <clears throat> oh man that was the first time like I really didn't feel understood mm-hmm. and then I went home and it was just kind of like a snowball because yeah. I started thinking about like where I was even like a year and a half ago two years ago yes and so I thought I can't go back there and if this is where it's leading yeah it's gonna get ugly yeah so anyway it was a really unfortunate it's unfortunate that there's still people and and I don't think she necessarily I don't, I don't hold it against her and I give her the benefit of the doubt that she she obviously doesn't have a lot of exposure to it yeah but man, it's a kick in the gut when yes. you're sitting in front of somebody and you're like, yes, I'm worried about it. And they're kind of like, what's the big deal? Yeah. That's hard. Because to us, it is a big deal. Yeah. To us, it's, it's probably the biggest deal ever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, we don't, and we don't really know exactly why we're worried about it or why we can't stop worrying about it. And people are like, well, have you, have you ever just tried to not be uh, 
you know, stressed out or worried. I'm like, wow, I've <laughs> never thought of that. Thank you so much. I'm going to go home and just not worry about it. Yeah. I had so many people say that to me at my work. Mm-hmm. And I had to leave that place because people were like, have you ever just tried? I've also had someone say, have you tried just not being depressed? Yes. Well, Do that all the time. If I could just try and not be depressed, I would not have to be on two different types of meds and take like five pills every night and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it also forced, it didn't force me, it was my own choice, but in a sense, in the end of the conversation, I ended up feeling, and I, sh- I shouldn't have to feel this way, but I ended up feeling like I had to tell her yes. that I have, I have, <clears throat> I suffer from anxiety yeah. and that I see a therapist. And it's yeah. not something that I necessarily, in any other circumstance, probably would have divulged. No. But I almost felt, I just felt judged and I felt like... You felt like you had to say... Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a crappy situation to be in that you feel, yeah, you know, that you have to justify or like, well, I'm not just an anxious person not doing something about it. Like, yeah, you know, I don't know. It was a weird, it was a uncomfortable situation for sure. So that was my day yesterday. <laughs> 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 and then my night was, you know, just equally yeah. kind of went down a rabbit hole. Yeah. It was yeah. like, yeah. you kind of spiral and you, and I know... I catastrophize. That's the right word? I don't know. That doesn't sound I know, right. but I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you yeah. think one thing and then it turns into something else and the next thing you know, your house is in foreclosure and you're... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're living in a box on the side of the road. So, yeah. you know, that's... that. That This is kind of... This is anxiety. This is mental health. But yeah. it's come a long way, but there are, you know, there are still those people, I guess, that are... Um, Again, who don't ex- who aren't exposed to it, which is no. which is great, but yeah, it is hard for us others that because then we feel we have to say yeah, I I have mm-hmm. and then it, you know and and it's still in a it's still in a place where you sort of feel um, that you're less than mm-hmm. so then I immediately left that meeting thinking, well, great now she has a different impression of me like yes so yes like you have a smear yeah. Yeah. Smear on your name. Right. Yeah. Or a big scarlet letter, letter on my face that says... That's right. An A for anxiety. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not adultery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's uh, that's my story. But we're all kind of yeah doing, that, doing our thing and trying and... Getting through it. Getting through it. And you posted that picture the other day, which I, I thought did. was quite amazing. And you feel I knew exactly when I started reading it what you were going to say I hate about this picture. Yeah. Because I, I'm your kid. Yes. And, <laughs> you know, I've seen you go from... When I was little, I never... The thing is, when I was little, I never looked at my mom and go, my mom's big. Mm-hmm. Or my mom looks this way or my mom looks that way. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm older, I go, well, I understood that you probably felt like poop. Really. <laughs> Just not good about yourself. And, uh, but I, when I was, I had spent a week with my friend. Her <coughs> parents were away. Mm-hmm. And I found that picture of the, it was like that Christmas party. And then you put a picture of you now. Yes. And I said, look, this is, that. that's how, you know, my mom used to look. And she's lost, like, a, what have you lost? Over like 100 pounds? Close to that. I don't know. You've lost a lot of weight. You look great. Mom. <laughs> and she was like that's your mom I was like yep and uh, all the time when people see you 
I'm like, this is my mom. They're like, how old is your mom? Like 30? And I'm like, no, she's, you know, like 47. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, my mom looks great. <laughs> I hope I look that great. And I've only known you since you've been yeah. more of this. So I don't, I didn't know that you had like weight struggles or anything like that. I did. Yeah. And that's. And that was probably my depression way back then. Right. Mm-hmm. I just ate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yes. Yes, I know exactly. <laughs> and now that I am 47 and perimenopausal. Yes. And hormones are going on and <clears throat> it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. It's a struggle. I could eat nothing but salad for the rest of the month. And I probably would not lose that much weight. Well, that, and it's so discouraging. And I, I also have a very comparative story with that because I've been trying desperately to improve my health. It's yes. Not, it's not just no. a weight loss thing, yeah. but I've made significant changes in my life. Trevor and I have been going on walks at least, I try to go at least three times a week. Yeah. And they are anywhere between two to four kilometer walks they're not just a 10 minute they're no they're they're a good good walk yeah yeah so we've been doing this for probably about a month and a half or a little bit more maybe two months Mm -hmm. and 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 i know i know maybe some of the things that you'll say and because i've heard them from other people but every wednesday yeah I weigh myself just to see. I'm not the type of person who's obsessed with the number no. or anything like that, but I like to just see. You'd like to track your progress. Yeah. And since I have started this, the number continues to go up. Yes. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? How is this possible? I went from a, couch, a literal couch potato to walking, you know, maybe 10 kilometers a week. Yeah. And my weight's going up. But the thing is, how I look at it now is how do you feel? Like, do you feel a difference? I don't, I guess, I guess, physically I don't feel much different yet. Like, I don't think that anything is changing in my body. Yeah. Um, but what I am getting from it is that when I'm done these walks, I do feel mentally better yes. about myself. So yes. that's kind of where I'm focusing. And yeah. I'm, I'm really trying to, you know, not get discouraged by the numbers. Um, and I haven't yet. Like, I, I'm still doing it. Yeah. And there have been a couple walks where, you know, because I'm quite out of shape it's it's a thing um and we trevor and i did the entire loop around lake banook okay and i said there's not many hills right like and he's like no 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 no," because he used to run it but he hasn't run it in a very long yes. time yeah <laughs> so trevor there's hills and, there's <laughs> and it was just funny because like they and to the average person they probably wouldn't have been that big of a deal but i no. mean i'm just kind of starting on this new yes thing. so i'm like yeah a few hills like feels like I'm dying. Yeah. And there was one path and I said, this path is at a 90 degree angle. <laughs> and he said, oh, no, it's probably about a 30. And I'm like, I had to bend over to walk up it. Like I really <laughs> felt like I had to like, oh, yeah. It felt like walking up Citadel Hill or something. But anyway, but after I was done as much pain and like frustration and I was sweating and my yes. heart rate was through the roof. And once I got through it though, it was kind of, you know, yeah. I did recognize that. Oh, that felt really good. And see, that's what I'm trying to focus on now. How do I feel when I'm doing something Mm -hmm. instead of, you know. What physical benefits will I maybe get from it? Mm -hmm. And it's just trying not to get caught up in the everybody needs to be skinny. Right. Thing. Yeah. Which is hard. Because it's in your face all the time. Exactly. In your face, in your face, in your face, in your face. Yeah. Not that I want to be skinny. 
quotation marks. But you're noticing that your body's changing. But I am noticing that my body's changing. And it may stay the way it is now forever. I may get... Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm slowly making peace with it. Yeah. Because there's a cat on my lap. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm 47 and I really don't give a flying crap. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've... And that's a that's a really good headspace to be in. Yeah. I have comments. I have comments I want to say. <laughs> cat on my lap. Cat on your lap. You're perfect, cat. Oh, that's going to be noisy. <laughs> oh, well. What are you doing? But yes, I mean... Because, I mean... We're not small women, the three of us. We're mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Like, that's just... The way it is. I can't really be small. Dad dad wasn't small, so no. it's not like in it's in my genetics to be itty bitty. No. Well you're very tall too. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, you know, it, it uh Well I told Avery I the last time I weighed myself was we were coming back from uh Alberta and we what we would do was weigh uh ourselves and then weigh us with the bag to see if it was overweight. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think I was like 230 pounds Mm -hmm. and when I look at that when I looked at that number I was like that's not good but then I thought you you don't carry it in a way that makes you look 230 pounds no right Mm -hmm. Uh that's probably not allowed no not when there's food on the table (laughs) bye um and I kind of like I just kind of was like staring at it, and you know. I know, and you get concerned about it because it's a number that doesn't make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Well, because everybody's like, "Well, if you're under, you know, like you should be like one eighty." Yeah, but see, or, like, and that's then... the thing. It's people are in your face all the time. This is what you should be doing. This is how you should look. This is what your ideal weight should be, and this is da 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 da. And people are making money off of it. Yeah, and that's how I look at it. People are making money off of the industry, and. The industry... People are making money off of making people feel bad. Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. Basically. Yeah. And I'm not shaming fitness people, because I used to be a fitness person. But at the same hand, it's it's a really fine line you're walking. Like, you know, do you want to help people get healthy? I think it's different from, hey, you know, come and I'll make you look jacked up or I'll make you skinny or I'll make you whatever I think if you just focus on saying hey you know let's try and get you feeling better get you feeling healthy it's a whole different mindset yeah right. yeah and there there is a big mental health component to how you feel physically and how you yes feel about yourself physically because I I wouldn't say I exactly love my body but I don't hate it because I've accepted that this is how you look yes this is how you might not be how you always look you might be able to lose weight or you might gain weight because of you know medications and stuff like that they're all different and they all Mm -hmm. affect your body a different way this is I've accepted that in my brain this is me yes and this is how I look yes and when I put my clothes on it's okay. <laughs> I, I, I spent too much time worrying about how I look to other people. 
I mean, I wore a dress going out. Yes, you did. For a night, and I didn't, I, I don't, like, not that I don't wear dresses, they're just not my favorite thing. Because, you know, then your thighs rub together, and then you chafe, and then it's just a bad <laughs> thing. But I, like, I used to not have any sort of, like, girly clothing quotations, no. not that, you know, whatever, in my closet. But now I have, like, five dresses. Yes. And I wear them. Yes. Because I feel comfortable in them. Mm-hmm. And I found dresses that look, look good on me and that make me feel good and that yes. make me want to actually go out in public in them. And I think that's a really big difference from maybe like five years ago when I was probably like 15 and was like, I'm only going to wear sweatpants and shirts for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Which was a really big uh, no no. <laughs> Hey, there are days I'm going to wear sweatpants and t-shirts for the rest of my yes, life. Yeah. Yes. It just feels easier. I think, too, that's why I like going away like we did last year. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares what you look like. No. Nope. Oh, there were people out there, there were those men in Speedos that were like teeny tiny and their belly was hanging over. And I was like, if he can wear that, I can wear this bathing suit. I don't care. Exactly. <laughs> With my belly. <laughs> Yeah, like everybody's just there to get sun and have fun, mm-hmm. and nobody gives a flying crap what you look like. No, and it's the same, like, and that was, I found that was really awkward for me because I'm not usually someone who doesn't wear makeup or has my hair done. Yeah. I, that's that's an insecurity for me. That's one of my insecurities. One of your things, yeah. And so being down there and, like, I was the same way. Didn't I didn't care. No. Even posted a video of me with a yes. stupid ball cap on, no makeup, looking hideous. <laughs> in my mind and posted it on social media mm-hmm. you know so that's how much I didn't care but yeah then you come back into this world and you know you come back to reality and you're kind of like ooh, like no I, I can't go mm-hmm. you know and I'm, I'm certainly better than I used to be because I used to be the type of person that I wouldn't even go to the grocery store yeah but it's to me it's just a it is it is just an insecurity it makes me feel better to yeah in my mind look better and with mm-hmm. a little bit of makeup and my hair done, I feel like. And I say done, but, you know, well, just not pulled. I, I can't, I mean, I do have a ponytail, but <laughs> I can't just, like, pull all my hair out of my face because then I'm just like, oh, I hate my this and that and everything yeah. else, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, when you're down there, mm-hmm. like, it is just a completely different mindset. Yeah. All we all, we're just, like, in our bathing suit yeah. all day. We sit down and have, what, Tacos. Like, <laughs> tacos. <laughs> yeah. Um... Every day, which was not a good idea. <laughs> Next not time. Not every day. Not every yeah. day. Next time we need, every time Trevor's like, what are we having for lunch? And he's like, tacos. We had to say no. <laughs> you can go have tacos. We'll go somewhere else. We'll go to the buffet that we don't mind. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but, yeah. but yeah, being down there, I was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Nobody here cares. Why should I care? Exactly. It's a whole, it's a whole different mentality when you're away than when you. Yes. Or in your own homeland. <laughs> homeland yeah. I think I should say the North Americas where everyone's like, oh, you have to look good all the time. Right. <laughs> I, um, I think I only had one day down there that, and it was like one night that I felt just even a little bit of anxiety. Yeah. But other than that, like, and that shocked me because I don't fly. I don't go anywhere. Yeah. So the fact that I got through that week without just having a complete mental breakdown <laughs> it just shows the power of cuba that's right <laughs> the power of cuba yeah cuba. i tell you the flight there wasn't that great nope 
And it wasn't that great going back. No. Because the plane was like, wee! Uh-huh. And I would just kind of laid my head down on mom and I was like, if we die here, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only thing for me on the flights was the confined space. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It was, and I know because it's a charter flight and they're cramming as many people as they can onto the plane. Yeah. But feeling like a sardine. It is. Yeah. It's, I don't know anything different because the last plane before that was actually smaller that I was on. Yeah. But I felt it like that's part of the, what I was worried about too and why I had to medicate. Yeah. Because if I really thought about it, it it will make you Mm -hmm. like, Stop, I gotta get off. Yeah. Mm. And that's why I'm glad it wasn't like a long flight. Yeah. Like Yeah, it was pretty quick. But this time I had to remember to bring earphones that can fit into the chairs. Oh, yeah. So that when the movie comes on I can watch the movie instead of trying to read the movie. Mom and I just kinda watched the movie with no sound. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on the way back, Trevor had his iPad and he had a couple movies. I don't think I ever told you guys this, but he had a couple movies on his iPad downloaded, yeah. so we were like, oh, we'll just watch a movie. So he put on um, Nocturnal Animals. I don't know. Have you seen that? I've no. I've seen parts of it. Because that's with Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Okay. But I, if you've only seen parts of it, maybe you didn't see the opening scene? No. Oh, did, oh, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. The opening scene is a plump woman dancing <laughs> naked on the stage, I, if I can remember correctly. And I'm like... And he's just watching, and I'm like, can you turn this off? Because, like, someone's going to be yes. like, are they watching porn? porn on a... <laughs> so it's kind of a joke every time we think about it, because he's like, we never did end up watching Nocturnal Animals. I'm like, I don't know if I... I think I'm traumatized by <laughs> publicly watching that. But anyway. <sighs> that was a good talk, ladies. That was a good talk. Good talk. <laughs> good talk. And that's it for this episode. Stop by again soon, hopefully within a week. I've been very, very delinquent with my podcast, but I hope to start back to getting a weekly episode in um, to talk about mental health and the things going on in my life. Thanks. See you later.